Welcome to episode 17 of the Listen for Life podcast. This week we are talking turkey about aphasia inclusion at the holidays. I call it talking turkey because we need some straight talk about including our folks that don't have all of their communication skills. And it doesn't matter how mild their issues are or how severe they are. There is a way to include them. So it was getting to be Wednesday, the night before Thanksgiving, and I had spent uh, quite a bit of time pulling together the PDF that you have available to you that goes over some practical tips and strategies for helping your person communicate and helping your guests communicate with your loved one with aphasia. I hope you will find it useful. So I would like to get feedback from you about how did your guests do with your person with aphasia around the dinner table, before dinner, after dinner, what were some of the wins? What were some of the challenges? What would you like to have different for the next holiday coming up? I would love to be able to hear your stories, hear your wins, hear the things that we need to do better, and see if I can be helpful to you. If you want to submit your questions to me, you can do that via email. And I will pull those together and record a future podcast about that. In the meantime, if you would like to get your hands on the Talking Turkey Guide for Aphasia Inclusion at the Holidays, there's two ways to do it. If you go to uh, dolifespeechpathology.com forward slash turkey, there is a quick way you can download it there. And it's also in the show notes for this episode. Wishing you a wonderful week after Thanksgiving. Cheers for now. It is truly possible to converse, make memories, and connect, even with limited speech. They are the person you know. Their memories, experiences, and knowledge are still there. Aphasia is the condition that has broken these connections. Figure out a way to communicate. Limited speech is not limited voice. Welcome to the Listen for Life podcast with Genevieve Richardson. Genevieve is a speech-language pathologist rehabilitating adults with communication challenges after a stroke or due to a neurological impairment. Living with aphasia is hard. Caregiving is hard. You are not alone. Get equipped with knowledge from experts in the field and professionals you need to know. We'll hear stories and experiences from others who are navigating life with aphasia. So, put your earphones in and take a walk outside. This isn't just a podcast. This is a community, a resource, and a support system. We're in this together. Do life. Let's talk turkey about aphasia inclusion at the holidays. I came up with this idea because many of my personal clients are going to be traveling or have out-of-town relatives coming to the house. And I wanted to make sure that everyone felt included and part of the gathering. 
So first off, I'd like to talk about the spouse bridging the gap. The spouse or significant other is in a unique position to really know their person and how they communicate. They can bridge the gap by having a quick phone conversation with some of the key guests that are coming to the house. Let them know how the person is communicating, what works for them, and how specifically that person can engage in a conversation with them. Modeling is an excellent way of demonstrating how the spouse communicates with the person with aphasia so that the guests can feel more comfortable and hopefully take the chance that they won't feel foolish trying to communicate. Above all, we want our guests and our spouses and our person with aphasia to be authentic. We want to encourage family and friends to be themselves when they're interacting. Yes, there could be discomfort. When you don't immediately know what someone's saying, often a person doesn't know how to respond to that. They get embarrassed. And rather than feel embarrassed, then they don't try to engage. I really challenge every family to figure out a way to help each guest be authentic and to interact. Remember that your body language, your facial expression, the tone of your voice all conveys information. If you are happy, the person with aphasia is going to pick that up and respond in kind. So some good techniques for communicating in general. Give choices. Would you like ham or turkey? Would you like soda? or water. Speak just a little bit slower. That's what I'm doing right here. So my normal speaking rate is somewhere around here. I don't know how many words per minute that is, but if I just slow down a smidge, if I pause a little bit in the middle of a long sentence or after a sentence, you would be surprised how helpful that is for the person with aphasia to better process what they're hearing. There is no need to speak louder, unless of course there is a legitimate hearing impairment. Someone with aphasia does not inherently have a um, deafness problem or a hard of hearing issue. Speaking louder is not going to help. Plus, if you really have to project your voice, it's going to throw off your mannerisms and how you come across. If you ask a question or make a comment directed at the person with aphasia, you're going to want to pause. Two seconds feels like a really long time, but if it looks like they are making the effort to respond, just sit there and breathe, smile. The, the, what you don't want to do is to interrupt them. Uh, you may feel like you're being helpful, but oftentimes you will derail someone with aphasia by cueing them, by giving them a hint as to the word you think they are wanting to say. Also, be relaxed. Being up tense and your shoulders approaching your ears is not going to be helpful. It's going to add stress and the person with aphasia is going to perceive that and they will also internalize that stress and make the communication more difficult. Speak with intention of interacting. 
uh, ask a question like you are expecting them to respond back to you. Supplement your message with gestures. If you're talking about a thing, maybe you can grab that thing or, or hold it up or point to it or refer to it in some way. So back to the spouse bridging the gap. I have three little points I'd like to cover. Prepare your guests. Acknowledge to your guests that they might feel uncomfortable or self-conscious interacting. Assure them that your spouse is not going to break, is not going to get mad, and is not going to act up if the communication falls apart. Remind your guests, this is point number two, that your spouse is the same person that they know. His personality is still there. He just can't communicate. The problem with aphasia is that it interferes with the person pulling out the knowledge they already have. All their smarts are still there. They just can't access the words, the messages, the concepts that they want to convey externally. Of course, I am painting with a broad brush when it comes to aphasia when I'm giving these tips. Every individual with aphasia is different than another. So the last point here is depending on the gathering size, see if you can recruit one or two specific guests or if it's an older person, a grandchild perhaps, that can be the buddy, that can serve as that kind of go-between for communication. So I have a quote here from one of the spouses that I worked with. Quote, it is truly possible to converse, make memories and connect even with limited speech. They are the person you know. Their memories, experiences and knowledge are still there. Aphasia is the condition that has broken these connections. Figure out a way to communicate. Limited speech is not limited voice. I love that. That's a great quote. So uh, let's talk about teaming up to play. And that's my term for Let's do some activities at the holidays. Let's play a card game. Let's pull out the iPad. Let's get a board game out. The greatest way to include someone with aphasia in some of these activities is to team up two people per team so that the person with aphasia has a buddy that can uh, supplement and support and help that person to feel included. Also another note to spouses, you absolutely want your person to succeed. I highly encourage you to let your person struggle a little bit. There's nothing wrong with a little bit of struggle. You saving him or her every time that there is a difficulty expressing a message, getting a word out, whatever the case may be, you're not allowing them to dig deep and figure out how to communicate. Sometimes having that struggle brings the best progress. So uh, let's just do a couple more holiday activity ideas. So reminiscing, pull out some photo books, even if you've done them before, pull them out, share, share stories, reminisce. 
Watching old family movies is always a hit at my house. That is a great way to include your person, again, to share stories and interaction. Card games like Uno, Goldfish, Memory. Board games like Shoots and Ladders, Monopoly, Sorry iPhone app. There's a fun one called Heads Up, and if you do it as a team, it can be very interactive. For those of you with an Apple TV, you can mirror your iPad or your laptop to the big TV, and you can play some games on there like Stack the States, Word Chums, or Word Crossed. Lastly, I want to conclude by saying I wish you a wonderful holiday and a blessed season this year, 2022, going into 2023. I hope you find some of these tips useful for your person with aphasia. And if you have any questions or tips to share, I would be honored if you would reach out to me. My email is hello at dolifespeechpathology.com. Life Speech Pathology on Instagram, on Facebook, you can call the office. Everything is included in this PDF that I will link to in the notes. Have a beautiful season. Be sure to check out the show notes and download your copy of Talking Turkey, Aphasia Inclusion at the Holidays. It is full of tips and tricks and ways to set up the holiday environment for successful communication with your person with aphasia. Thanks for tuning in to the Listen for Life podcast. We hope you feel empowered and supported. Head over to listenforlifepodcast.com to see the show notes with links and information from today's episode. Do you have a topic, a resource to share, or a guest recommendation? Inquiring minds want to know. Let us know in the comments section. Wishing you a fabulous week.